Hi everybody if you're someone who wants to learn how to think different then this episode is for you while most people in this world will often tell you to come out with game changing ideas and will often tell you to think outside the box very few people will actually tell you how do you exactly come out with brilliant ideas and how do you even check if your ideas are brilliant or not While most people think that thinking about ideas in itself is a super skill, I got to tell you that the greatest entrepreneurs of all time were not the ones who came out with the idea first, but they were the ones who understood the potential of the idea and pursued it hard enough to bring those ideas to life. Because at the end of the day, the one thing that you will notice is that many people in your social circle often keep having many many ideas. In fact, you will even see pretentious entrepreneurs in your social circle who often believe that their ideas could change the world. However, if you look at the greatest entrepreneurs of all time, the greatest change makers of all time, they were the ones who were not focused on the ideation process, but were more focused on the execution of those ideas because always they were able to change the world. Which is why in this 3 episode series, I'm going to teach you a very powerful method by which you can practically evaluate all your ideas and understand which one of those ideas has the potential to change the world, eventually giving you more scope to be able to execute those ideas and bring them to life. And if you think I make sense to you please share this video with as many people as possible. The first step that you're supposed to follow is to jot down your ideas about any product or a service and then check that product or a service for something called customer desirability. Now people if you look at the greatest failures of the 21st century that is Blockbuster, Nokia and Kodak these companies did not fail because they did not have access to the best technology in the world these companies did not fail because they did not have enough money but they simply failed because they failed to understand their customers desires Now let us try to understand customer desirability using a very simple example Now people we all have heard about this machine called the MRI scanner right It is known as a technological marvel which has saved millions of lives since its invention. Now Doug Deets was this engineer in 2012 who was working with General Electric and was working on a new design of the MRI scanner. After years of hard work finally Doug Deets finished his design and for the first time he was about to observe the operation of his machine in real time with doctors and with patients. So when he visited the hospital he was full of excitement and when he started to make the observations about how the MRI scanner was being operated he witnessed something that was completely disturbing what he observed is that there was a little 7 year old girl who had actually come with her parents and as she was getting closer to the MRI scanner she was getting more and more scared and after a certain point she started crying so bad that the doctors dug deeds and the parents all of them got disturbed That is when Doug Deeds understood that there was a very big problem with the MRI scanner which was scaring the kids a lot. And that is why he started to talk to the doctors to try to understand what exactly was the problem. And what he understood after talking to all of these doctors is that all the kids who were actually being put through the MRI scanner had a very very terrible time. In fact, they were so mentally disturbed that 80% of those kids had to be sedated. As in they had to be given anesthesia so that they wouldn't move inside the MRI scanner. That is when Doug Deeds understood that there was a very big problem with his so-called technological marvel and that night he couldn't sleep peacefully. In fact, every time he narrates this incident at an international conference, he just cannot narrate the story without having tears in his eyes. And while the world considered Doug Deeds to be a genius who was able to redesign the MRI scanner, he considered himself responsible for the horrors and the traumatic process that the parents, doctors and the kids had to go through. And from that day onwards Doug Deeds took it up upon himself to fix this problem and goes back to his team and tells them that we are going to redesign the entire MRI scanner. 
Now people conventionally if you were to redesign something as complicated as an MRI scanner it would cost you millions of dollars and it would take years to actually bring that idea to reality but you know what guys within a few weeks Doug Dees was able to come out with such a magical idea that first of all it took the entire world by surprise and second of all the very same kids who were extremely scared to get into the MRI scanner were this time extremely excited to get into the exact same scanner the question is, what the hell did he do? Well, here's what he did guys. The normal MRI scanner looked something like this. But after Doug Deeds redesigned the MRI scanner, it looked something like this. You know what he did guys? Instead of actually making engineering design changes to the MRI scanner, he turned the entire MRI scanner and the MRI scanning room itself into a pirate ship. And instead of telling the kids that they were going to be put through the scan and instead of telling them about the disease, they were told that they were going on an adventure and the MRI scanner was so beautifully designed that when the kids were actually put through the scanner instead of giving them anesthesia they were told that they were going on an adventure such that there would be a noise which would say please don't move because we don't want the pirates to get you and the kids would be put through the MRI scanner wherein they would be engaged in a beautiful story wherein they had to escape the pirates such that they could come as survivors on the other end and this is the reason why this time the very same kids who were extremely scared were now super excited to get into the MRI scanner. And you know what guys, after all of this, Doug Deeds visited the hospital again. And that is when he sees another little girl who is constantly pulling her mother. And that is when Doug Deeds gets very scared and he thinks to himself, Yaar, ab now what is the problem? But you know what the girl says? The girl says, Mommy, mommy, it was so much fun. Can we come back here tomorrow? And that is when everybody in that room had a smile on their face and tears rolled down Duddy's eyes. And that is when he considered what he did to be an incredible achievement. And the beauty of the story doesn't end here. After two years of execution of this idea, when Doug Deeds finally had a conversation with all the doctors, the doctors reported that out of the hundreds of kids who were actually put through the MRI scanner, only two kids had to be sedated and rest of the kids did not need any additional medical assistance. And guess what? Because most of the kids did not have to be sedated, even the anesthesiologist did not have to be called all the way from another city, because of which the cost of the operation also decreased by a large extent. And because the whole complexity of sedation was not needed, more kids were actually put through the MRI scanner, because of which even the efficiency of the operation shot up. Now people, if you look at the beauty of this idea, there was no engineering involved and yet the efficiency of the operation was increased by a large extent. There was no economics involved and yet the cost of the operation was brought down by a large extent. And most importantly, this idea was so easily executable that it was scalable all across the world within just a few weeks. And all of this happened because Doug Deeds paid attention to something called customer desirability. Now the reason why Doug Deeds over here is a legend is because he acknowledged the problem of the kids and he considered it important to actually fix the problem that the kids were facing. Otherwise if the same thing had happened in India, our older generation would be like give that kid one tight slap and just put him inside. Second of all, instead of making assumptions, he actually made observations. He went to the daycare centers to understand the kids, to understand what exactly are they genuinely interested in. He spoke to the pediatricians to understand the psychology of the kids. And after understanding the pain of the kids, he actually ventured into understanding where does the interest of the kids lie. 
and that is when he discovered that kids actually feel very safe in spaces which has animated elements and cartoon characters and if you see on one hand while a conventional engineer would never ever bother to understand a cranky kid's problem on the other hand we have dog deeds who actually acknowledge the problem and try to understand that although the process of the mri scanning was mandatory it did not have to be such an undesirable experience so the first lesson that all of us have to learn over here is that every mandatory yet undesirable experience often offers huge scope for an innovative product and a service and if you look at the inventions around you the undesirable yet mandatory experience of actually standing in line to get the ticket to your favorite movie led to the invention of book my show the undesirable experience of actually going on a vacation and not being able to find the best hotel led to the invention of oyo so every time you spot a process that is mandatory yet undesirable you need to take note of that because the solution to that problem could be your game changing idea which could give birth to a new product or a service for further reading i highly recommend you to read this book called the design of everyday things by don norman i'm going to attach the link in the description so do check it out the second lesson that all of us have to learn is something called minding the gap which means what there will always be a difference in the way you look at things and your customers look at things and unless you learn to see the world from your customers perspective you will never be able to solve their problem in our case while the adults and dog deeds perceived the mri scanner as a technological marvel and they considered it to be a life saver the kids perceived it as a monster and unless dog deeds had taken the efforts to understand the perspective of the kids he would have never been able to spot the problem and after spotting the problem when he visited the daycare centers and when he visited the pediatricians to look at things from the kids perspective that is when he was able to come out with this ingenious idea so the next time you want to find a solution to a problem instead of directly jumping to the solution go and talk to the people who can give you a deeper understanding of your customer's perspective and once you begin to get a deeper understanding of your customer's perspective you will begin to see that automatically you are inching closer and closer to the solution and last and most importantly people always remember that everybody in this world learns how to see but very few people actually learn how to observe and that is what separates the good from the great thank you